Welcome to another episode of Red Pilled Mail. I am your host, Rich, and I hope you gentlemen are doing fantastic today. All right, guys, uh, first and foremost, I want to say um, I know it might not bother some of y'all, or in it, and, and it might. I'm just saying some kind of little personal here. Um, I have a very dry, scratchy voice, naturally, I guess, or maybe it's allergies. I've told you in the past I have allergies. And it makes me do this little kind of cough thing or clearing my throat quite often. Uh, and it only gets worse as I talk more. <laughs> uh, ironically enough. Um, so I do apologize for the little coughs that you hear and throat clears. Um, I really can't help it. It bothers me enough to mention it. Some of you may not even really pick up on it, but uh, I do when I, you know, I listen to these, you know, played back and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, just to let you know, it bothers me too. Okay. And um, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on with the episode. I just wanted to get that uh, cleared up. So uh, bear with me. Okay. Uh, all right, so I have a uh, article here from the site realmenrealstyle.com. Uh, they also have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, I am subscribed to them, and uh, I check out their site, check out their YouTube channel, especially if you're a man, uh, because it is really dedicated to men. Um, but I mean, they go over a lot of stuff, you know about style dressing uh etiquette you know in uh, certain situations um men's issues and and things like that so uh definitely give them a look um because uh they actually you know actually has really stepped up my style game and uh i have a pretty nice wardrobe now thanks to them so <laughs> All right, but let's go ahead and get into this uh, article here. As you know, I said I was going to have an episode about red flags. And this article just kind of really hit the nail on the head. Now, the article is titled 13 Relationship Red Flags and Women You Should Never Ignore. So they're going to have 13 red flags here. And then I have some that I made up myself as well. So if this is a little bit longer of an episode, you know, I do apologize. I know the the one the other day was was kind of long, but you know what? I think it it needed to be in some aspects. Some some of these episodes I think need to be longer than just you know half an hour or whatever, you know, forty five minutes or whatever, because there's more to be said in there. There's enough more content to be said than what needs to or than what can be expressed in just a half an hour. Uh, this episode in particular, I think needs to be a little longer than ha probably half an hour. So I'm just giving you fair warning. That it's probably going to be a little longer, <laughs> but um, I got a few extra ones that I think they missed here. Uh, not that these are uh, any less important, but um, I have a few here that I think uh, they missed. So, uh, and some of these, they might be a little redundant to the ones here, um, but uh, we'll talk about them as we, as we go along. So 
let's go ahead and get into the article because I know some of you've been kind of waiting for this, and I think these are the episodes that I I want guys to really pay attention to because these are the ones that really this is more than just reading some article about cheating wife or girlfriend and and breaking that down. These are the ones that you really need to pay attention to because these are the the red you know red flags and and women are definitely the things you all need to be looking for, okay? And especially if you're in a relationship now um or or you're thinking about dating someone soon or maybe you're kind of starting to see someone soon or you know starting to see someone uh these are definitely things that you're probably going to want to look for okay that are going to determine whether this person is a suitable match for you or not okay all right let's go ahead and get into it So you think you're dating the perfect woman. You immediately hit it off with her. She looks fantastic and your friends love her. Only something isn't quite right. Arguments keep breaking out and tension is building. When things aren't going right, it's important to recognize red flags in women. Identify them sooner rather than later. And you can work to resolve issues or end the relationship before anyone gets hurt. Now, just because somebody has a red flag doesn't mean it's an automatic disqualification for them being a suitable partner. If it's acknowledged and they know they have a problem with it and they're working at it and you're willing to work with them, and have some patience with it. That's up to you, obviously, uh, you know, how you handle that. But it, you know, to me, that's a little more commendable on her part. If she understands, I have an issue, I know that, and I am actually doing something to try and resolve it. If you, if you see this going somewhere and you can be patient and supportive and understanding about that, I will do my best to try and correct this issue. That's more commendable than somebody not taking any accountability for their fault and if they can change it, okay? Which most of these things, I think most people can, but see, here's the problem. Most women, and men too, but we're talking about women in this context. Most women don't think they have a problem. Most women are their own worst enemies when it comes to relationships because of the red flags that they present. But what do they do? They usually blame men for all their shortcomings, and it's the man's fault. Now, I'm not saying that guys don't have shortcomings. Obviously, we do. You know, And that's why I always encourage men to build themselves up, to chase success, to be on your purpose, you know, to, to go out and achieve you know, whatever it is that you want to be good at in life. This way, when you build yourself up to a certain level, you don't have to deal with the bullshit of red flags from women. They are going to understand that you are the prize and that they will do whatever they have to do 
to make themselves the most appealing woman in your eyes. That's the kind of woman that you want to be with. That's the kind of woman that takes accountability for her actions and says, that's a man of status. That's a man of value. I want that man in my life. I want to father his children. I want to be connected to him on an intimate level. That's the kind of woman that you want to strive for. It's going to be on your programming. It's going to understand your leadership in, in that aspect of the relationship. You know, that's what you're looking for. These are some, again, the red flags are the things that, you know, again, like they said, can they be resolved or do you just need to end it, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this. I've had my fair, I had my share of rocky relationships and wish I'd learned to recognize these months earlier than I did. I think we've all, most of us have probably been there, okay? <laughs> That's why I plugged myself into the Reddit my, uh, hive mind to save, to save you the pain and share the most common red flags men have noticed too often. Uh, I'm sorry, too often too late to save themselves. Okay, so again, he pulled he pulled the he pulled these from Reddit. I guess these were the common 13 most common red flags that men have noticed. And uh, so again, they're gonna have their list. I have mine here, and I think that's gonna be a good contrast to kind of go over. So I'll, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read whatever it is, and then I'll kind of break it down for y'all. Okay, number one. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. She criticizes you too often. Okay. Now, now there's a big difference between complaining and criticizing. Complaining is, I was concerned when, you're, when you were running late and didn't call me. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. She's, she's complaining. Criticizing is, he says, you're not forgetful, you're selfish. You never think of me. See the difference? Everyone lashes out and criticizes from time to time. You're only human, but repeatedly using, using you as an emotional punching bag shouldn't be tolerated and can't lead to the other and can lead to the other three horsemen. So <clears throat> the big ones, right? The the four horsemen of the apocalypse, I guess, is what they're kind of referring to, which is the uh, the real big ones. Um, yes, this is really true. Uh, the first way, the complaining thing, if you're if you were out somewhere and you didn't text or you just forgot to text back or call and say, "Hey, I'm running late," however. Look, women worry about their men, okay? If you're out late, you know, and she doesn't know where you are because you're not you're not back, you know, at the time that you said you were going to be, that's understandable that she's concerned. And, you know, she's like, hey, I was worried about you, you know? What happened? Why didn't you call me? And the other way is, is that she's getting down on you. She's criticizing you like you're just being selfish. You didn't forget. You chose to forget. You know, you, 
you never think of me like it's just bashing you over the head with it. Although both, although one shows, they both show frustration, right? But one is a proper way to show frustration and the complaining part, you know, which is like, I'm was concerned. Like when you didn't call you, you know, you didn't let me know you're running late. The other one is just kind of, kind of scolding you for being, for running late. Um, you know, the whole criticizing thing, I get it. And they admit like, yeah, we're not perfect. We all kind of do it sometimes. But the thing is, is that, you know, that is one thing that I, I noticed that a lot of women do is they criticize, uh, when they think that it's complaining, they get the two kind of mixed up. And when you're attacking your partner, well, that's how they, that this is how fights are. Because when you criticize, you're the, you're putting the person on the defensive now. Now they're, now that defensive wall is up and they're like, Hey, whoa, this person's attacking. They're coming at me. You know, I got, you know, I'm going to push back because now they're attacking my character. Now they're attacking me as a person rather than addressing the situation or maybe my behavior in this situation. Now they're making it personal and coming out that I'm selfish, you know, that I, 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 that I'm not forgetful. I mean, yeah, I can forget things, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. So yeah, definitely a red flag and definitely can be something that could be worked on. But, you know, again, that's up to you. All right, number two, she treats you with contempt when having conversations. This is a big, this definitely is a big red flag, okay? And this one is, these two, like this, these first two kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> uh, says here, to treat someone with contempt means using mockery, sarcasm, and disrespect. Essentially, it means your girlfriend is not taking is not taking discussion seriously. What effect is what effect is is this going to have on you? It will make you feel unloved and devalued. Nobody deserves this. So, if this seems familiar, you should work on you should work on it as a couple. Now, <clears throat> again. This is up to you if you think this can be worked out uh, or maybe it's something that you need to to leave from. But yeah, so this here all involves respect. This is all about respect. Okay. And if a woman is treating you with a lot of contempt, then she doesn't respect you. And I've said it. Numerous times, if a woman doesn't respect you, she doesn't love you because she has to respect you first in order for her to love you. And there is no other way to slice that, guys. Okay, that that is just how it is. There's no other way around that. There's no nothing you can do to change that reality. No matter what you tell yourself, no matter what she tries to argue or you try to support 
in that argument, if she doesn't respect you, she doesn't love you. I can't say it enough. And if she shows contempt towards you in conversations, talks down to you like you don't know what you're talking about and that you're, you're an idiot, well, yeah, that's going to make you feel devalued. It's going to make you feel less of a person because now you're being scolded. Now you're being talked down to. Again, the criticism and contempt definitely go hand in hand, and they usually come as a combo pack. So definitely a big, big red flag to look out for. If your girlfriend or wife is has a lot of contempt in y'all's conversations for you. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Number three. She gets defensive when she makes mistakes. <laughs> okay. The mistake thing. Maybe they are legitimate mistakes. Maybe it is cla a classic definition of the word mistake. <laughs> Let's find out. The third horseman of an apocalyptic relationship comes from blaming others, uh, blaming other people for their problems. Okay. So these aren't mistakes. When someone makes a mistake, they can either say sorry and admit they made a mistake or, or defend themselves. Defensiveness will only escalate the conflict. Uh, will only escalate the conflict, though. It places the blame on someone else. Okay, this is very true, and I hate to say it, guys. In our country right now, men and women suffer from this. Right? No accountability for their problems or their plights in life or their actions, their mistakes that they make, right? Legitimate mistakes, okay? No accountability. They want to blame someone else, and they've been conditioned to do this too, and that's what's sad. Uh, the blame game, the, the, the victimization, right? Like, oh, I'm a victim. So it's somebody else to blame. Why I, I you know, have no self-control or I blame... Uh, everyone else for, you know, whatever problems I have in my life. This is, this is definitely, this is, I'm sorry to say, but men and women suffer from this. <laughs> and th this is really, uh, God, th this is, this definitely, I understand why they're saying this is like the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse because this comes from definitely a, a self centered place um, where I, there's nothing wrong with me. You know, that it, it definitely is uh, somebody else that has the problem. It's not my problem. It's your problem. You're the one with the problem. I don't have the problems you do. And even when they're wrong and they can't admit they're wrong, how many times have you, hurt that right you know oh and you know when i'm when she's right she's right when she's wrong she's still right uh that kind of that old saying right 
it's bullshit, guys. It's bullshit. And we have to hold women accountable for this kind of behavior. It's sad when I see so many guys, you know, cow, you know, bow down to that kind of rhetoric where they're like, oh, well, you know, she's a woman, so she's allowed to be right, even if she's wrong. Like, no, sh shut up. You're an idiot. All right. It, it's not funny. It's not cute anymore to say it because too many women are believing it. It's one thing to say it and be a joke and the and the person doesn't really do that or really doesn't they take ownership and accountability for their mistakes and choices. That's one thing. But let's face it. There are a lot of women out there and men. I, I will say that men fall in this category too, but let, we're talking about women right now, right? There are a lot of women out there who don't think they have a problem. They think it's men who have the problem. Oh, no, I can't meet a good guy. You know, where are all the good men at? Well, they're around. It's just be, you know, because you have a lot of problems yourself and you blame those problems on other people. Why you can't see that there are good men around. Or you have a, you know, unrealistic expectations you know or really high standards that a man has to fall in uh you know there's a laundry list of things why a woman will say though you know that saying like there are no good men out there this is just definitely one of them but yeah definitely comes from a self-centered place all right so goes on to say uh in life but essentially in a relationship sorry uh sorry is the golden word if your girlfriend won't say it to you and own her mistakes because nobody is flawless then this is a sign for you pro tip saying i'm sorry you're upset doesn't count <laughs> Yeah, that's not apologizing for you. I say, I'm sorry you're upset. You know, that, that just means like, I, I, well, it's too bad that you're upset, you know. But I'm not sorry for what I've done. <clears throat> Essentially what, more or less what I said. All right, number four. She stonewalls you when there is a problem. So the fourth member of the the horseman of the apocalypse here stonewalling is an alternative route to contempt that people in a relationship sometimes take instead of your girlfriend not taking a conversation seriously she refuses to engage john gottman says re refusing to talk acting busy or otherwise evading and refusing to participate with with you means your girlfriend is psychologically flooded and is not in a place where she can have a rational discussion. As you got to remember, guys, women lead with their emotions first. Okay. And it takes time for the rational logic to start kicking in. If this sounds familiar, you need to take a break. For some people, it could be as little as 20 minutes to calm down. For others, it could take days or more. 
in which in which case you might want to consider if you are in a committed relationship. The next red flag I saw come up frequently on Reddit. Okay, so they're going to go into the next one, but let's talk about this one here. The stonewalling, right? All right. <clears throat> so uh, this is like, uh, you ever hear the term like passive aggressive? Uh, that's kind of what this is. Instead of them having an outburst or, or talking down to you, really, they just don't talk to you. They just get quiet. And they start doing other things, but you can tell that they're visually something bothering them. And yeah, you know what? In those cases, it probably is good to give them some space and some time. Because like I said, women lead with their emotions. So if there's an issue and something happens and it, she reacts, you know, she's emotional about, you know, and that's what. Uh, honestly, what she's going to lead with first. So, you know, she's going to need time to process that. She's going to need time to uh, think about what you're saying or what has happened. And then to a point where she can get to a, a rational, logical, you know, mindset. Now, some women can't do that. Unfortunately, they lead totally with emotion and they just thrive on emotion. I've seen men do it too. Uh, it's rarer in men than it is in women, um, you know, to kind of fly off the handle at first. Uh, it can happen with guys. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there are guys that kind of have an emotional response right off the back. Um, I think that's a learned behavior, uh, you know, in guys that, that do that, that e emotionally respond uh, a lot of times uh, and not, uh, you know, and not trying to logically and rationally, uh, you know, think a problem out. So in this case, you know, I think that that's probably good advice. Try to give them a little space, but this can be an issue, um, especially if the woman holds a grudge or she's, you know, very spiteful or, you know, resentful because she can't let certain things go or she doesn't want to deal with them. If that's her way of not dealing with something and letting it fester, then that can be a big problem. Okay. But sometimes people need a cooling off period and that's understandable men and women. Uh, you know, especially if emotions are kind of running high in the situation, that's understandable, a cooling off period. And then you have to address the problem. Okay. Like adults, okay. Like rational, logical adults, whether y'all work it out or agree, that's going to be between y'all, but Definitely stonewalling is not always a good thing because unless you are going to work through that problem, you know, like a pair of rational, logical adults would, then it's it's never going to get solved. And that's definitely going to be a big red flag. Okay, number five. She has different cleaning habits. Now, this isn't probably a big one, but it could be. 
This one seems minor, right? Moving into a place with your girlfriend can be exhilarating, an exhilarating moment in a relationship, yet it could lead to arguments. Uh, here's why. Does your girlfriend like, like things tidier? She will constantly be upset with you for not cleaning up more often. Does your girlfriend not tidy up after herself? She will become increasingly frustrated. She can't leave things where they are. The frustration between the two of you will build over time. And this is a deeply ingrained habit that is very hard to change. It's not impossible to overcome, but I strongly suggest you find out how tidy your girlfriend is before making a major decision. Okay. What I'm going to do, guys, I got to continue this in a second segment. So I'm going to get back to this number five thing. She has different cleaning habits right in the next section. Stay tuned. All right, guys, I told you this was going to be a long one here. So uh, you'll have different cleaning. Maybe she's a clean freak, right? And you're really not. That can be an issue because she may she may be frustrated with your cleaning habits. Maybe you're not as thorough as she is. Maybe you're maybe you're the clean freak and she's the slob, right? And that might be frustrating because she can't just hey, I just want to leave my clothes right here. Well, no, I want them hung up. Nah, I just let uh, they're fine right there you know, on the floor, <laughs> whatever it is. Okay. Guys, look, you have to, this is something that you can work through. Uh, let me give you an example. Okay. But this is the only way it's really going to work. My wife does the laundry. Now I'll wash it. I'll throw it in the washer and I'll even throw it in the dryer. She's going to do it. She's going to fold it and she's going to put it up. Now, I've offered to do this before because, you know, it's my clothes too. And I, you know, uh, I have a particular way. I like certain things, you know, and she accommodates that, that request. And that's fine. And I, you know, because she's an accommodating person. But she has this very weird quirk. It's not weird. It's just she's very meticulous about how the shirts are hung in the closet. They all have to be facing the same way. Like, you know, if there's if they have buttons, they all all the buttons have to be facing a certain way. If they're a certain color, they got to be kind of color coordinated. She's very hyper organized. OK, my wife is. And that's fine. And I said, I have a problem with that. But here's the thing. You're going to do it. If you don't like how I do it, then you do it and I want to hear any complaining. Because this is technically your problem that you need to work through. And she said, that's fine. I'm willing to, I'll do that. I'll put away because I want it done a certain way. Fine, by all means. But I don't want to hear anything about it. Because that is, that's not my issue. That's her issue. That she needs to work through. I deal with it. By letting her do it. 
she deals with it by doing it and not complaining that I wish you would hang the clothes up the way I want. No, you want it done a certain way. I'm willing to just hang them up because, hey, look, to me, that's good enough. And to most people, that probably just be good enough. You know, it doesn't matter which way they're facing. Okay. But if it's that big of an issue for her and it bothers her, then she needs to do it and not complain about it either. That, oh, well, I, why can't you just, no, because it's your issue, not mine. If you want it done a certain way, then you do it that way. You do the job. I don't mind washing and drying clothes and, you know, leaving them there for you to sort out. Because that's, that's, that's an understanding. She, she, she appreciates that I do those things, you know, but that's the easy stuff. Let's face it. The, the, the pain in the butt stuff is putting all the clothes away. Right. <clears throat> and for some reason we have 50 million pairs of clothes. <laughs> I probably need to get rid of most of them. Either way. This can be worked through, okay, with certain conditions being met. Understanding that, look, if it bothers you that much and you want it done a certain way, then you're going to do it, and I don't want to hear anything about it because it is your issue to get through. Once she understands that, we haven't had an issue with it. <clears throat> so that's one way, okay? But if your wife or your girlfriend is a, you know, maybe you're the tidy person and she's not, uh, that can be an issue. And, and getting somebody to be more tidy and more organized is definitely going to be a, uh, a hard hurdle to get over because that is an ingrained habit, as they say here. So... Definitely a red flag, but I think this one uh, can be managed if it's done properly, if it's uh, done respectfully. I think I think it can be I think it can be managed better. Okay, number six, and this is definitely I would say this is probably bigger than number five. Uh, she has poor self esteem and constantly needs reassurance. Yes, this is a very annoying one. <clears throat> Very annoying one. I've been with a few girls that very poor self-esteem, very annoying, needing reassurance all the time, needing to be told I love you 50 million freaking times a day. It's super annoying. Okay. All right. So it goes on to say uh, this red flag in women might seem harsh, but it's the truth. If your girlfriend cannot make themselves happy, they will drain all your willpower and mental energy trying to do it for them. Yep. Everyone needs an emotional pick-me-up now and then. But if you are constantly doing that for her, when can she do it for you? One of the most challenging life lessons I've, I've learned is... You have to love yourself before you can love someone else. Yes, as cliche as that may sound, yes. No one else can make you happy, ladies. 
You know, you ever hear that stuff like, I'm just not happy with him. I'm not happy with, I'm not, you know, you're not happy with yourself. That's the problem. Here's the, here's the thing that people need to understand if they want to be in a relationship. How can you love and support and care for somebody when you can't even do that for yourself? You don't love yourself. You can't support yourself mentally. You can't care for yourself physically or or, uh, emotionally. No one can make you happy but yourself. Now, somebody can bring you moments of joy. But if your sole happiness is based off of another person, that relationship is doomed to fail. You must be secure in yourself and know who you are, know what your faults are, know what you need to improve on. This goes for guys too, okay? Not just women, but because we as men have to deal with this, we're going to talk in that context right now. But you have to be happy with yourself first. Self-happiness is the only way, and I don't mean that, oh, I, I'm not talking about the the body positivity bullshit, okay? Of being 300 pounds and saying, oh, I'm totally happy with this as a woman. Love my curves. No, no, you're overweight and unhealthy. That's not good. Guys, if you're overweight and unhealthy, that's not good either, okay? But <clears throat> men don't really have that avenue of, you know, being a plus size man and say, I'm sexy. Look at my curves. Aren't they so beautiful? All these fat rolls I have. No, they're not. They're disgusting. Okay. And I know cause I'm a big dude too. And you know, I have to do what I have to do to lose weight and exercise. And I hate exercising. Okay. I, I, I'll totally admit that I hate doing it, but I still got to, okay. It's, it's not that it's something that I don't find joy in. Okay. It's one of those necessary evils in my life. I have to do just like dieting, you know, and not eating whatever I want, but that's because I made poor choices, but I'm taking accountability for those. Okay. I'm not blaming someone else. I don't blame McDonald's for making fast food that's terrible for you, but you still eat it. I'm not blaming anyone uh, for my for my you know being overweight or anything like that. It's all on me. I made poor choices, and now I have to deal with the consequences. Plain and simple. That's it. Okay, going back to this, though, because that kind of went a little sidetracked. Again, um, the constant needing reassurance and it's annoying. It it really is. It it, it really is taxing on somebody to feel like you have to constantly tell them, you know, that Yes, I'm here for you. Yes, yes, I support. Yes, I love you. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I mean, come on. 
How many times do I have to say it? How, how, how long do I have to keep propping you up? It's draining. It's again, mentally draining. It's, it saps the energy from you. And then when you're down and that person's down, who's there to help give you a pick me up? Who's there to try and kind of say, Hey, you know, I got you. It's all right. When they're the feeling miserable too, and they're like, well, what about me? You know, I'm miserable too. It's like, oh, great. We're both miserable now. <laughs> it's It can be very taxing, okay? And, you know, again, if you're not in a emotional place where you can be with somebody, then you don't need to be with somebody. If you constantly need reassurance and you're that insecure about, you know, how this person feels about you, then maybe you need to do some self-improvement on your self-esteem. Okay. Uh, plain and simple, but this is, yeah, this is definitely can be a red flag. All right. Number seven, uh, she speaks to her most recent X regularly. <laughs> Guys, I don't even really have to read this shit. But <laughs> let me just let me just read it first and I'll get to what I must say. Yeah, I mean that's just a kind of the title itself is just kind of self-explanatory. Like that's a big ass red flag. Okay. Now, again, to the exception, okay? Because I know that some people, oh, there could be an exception why she does. Okay, Let, let's, we'll talk about that, right? Okay, but let's go ahead and read it first. Uh, I'm going to come right out and say it. Your girlfriend chatting to her ex regularly if they broke up less than six months ago is an awful sign. Uh, why would you be, I don't know why she... Never mind. Anyways, I was going to say, like, you know, six months is, that's some time, but, like, that's definitely some time. But, like, do you think that person's really taking the steps to uh, get over that person in six months, especially if they're talking to them still? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, it says, chatting to an ex from time to time is okay. I'll... Uh, I'm going to push back a little on that. I would even argue that a girl blocking everyone on her. Uh, I would even argue that a girl blocking everyone of her exes is a red flag all on its own. Um, no, not really. Not not really if uh, if she's done with them. Uh, he says, but quite freak, uh, but frequent contact with her intimate ex indicates the relationship is not entirely over. That's true. You should prepare yourself for the fact there's a good chance you could end up becoming the rebound boyfriend. How you like that? I've been that guy. I will own that one. I was a rebound boyfriend numerous times and I ignored that red flag <laughs> to a point where it 
cost me my family. It cost me becoming a part-time dad and having to pay child support. You know, and, and ultimately started me on my red pill journey. Okay, let me go through some of this that I don't agree with them, okay? I don't think a woman should be talking to her ex, period. There is an exception. She has a kid with that person. And if they do communicate, it should really only be about the kid. Okay. About the parenting and the, and the, and the raising of their child. <clears throat> that is really the only personal conversations they should be having. Okay. Secondly, if you are in that situation where you are dating a single mother, why are you dating a single mother? Why are you in that situation? There could also be exceptions to that too, but let's face it. If there is nothing wrong with your sperm, you are able to conceive children as far as you are aware of. Why are you dating a single mother? Why are you taking on the obligations and responsibilities of another man's child that has really no investment or payout for you in the end you're raising and supporting another man's child <clears throat> now there are exceptions to this maybe if you can't have children of your own or maybe you're older and you're like i don't really want any children at this point in time in my age at my age that can be an exception but Ultimately, there, there could be concerns with that, too. Again, it goes down to the investment of raising this kid who's not yours. You're financially responsible and obligated to, to ra raise another man's child now if you're going to be with as in a serious relationship or and or be married to this person, uh, to this single mother, which is why I say mention date single mothers. But again... That I know that's gonna be that sounds real fucked up, you know. That yeah, I get it. Uh, but there's a lot of logical reasons behind that. Okay. Again, we're talking about girls who speak to their exes, though, because I'm kind of going off topic here. I'll save that for an actual episode all on its own about dating single mothers. <laughs> but Girls who chat with their exes from Tata is okay. I don't agree with that. I think once it's done, that person's out of your life, okay? And should be out of your life, all right? I don't keep a, I don't talk to any of my exes. There's nothing I have to say to them. The only time that would ever happen is if I saw them somewhere. I'm at the store and all of a sudden, Oh, hey, so-and-so. Oh, hi, how you doing? You know, how are things? Okay, yeah, catch up a little, and then that's it. You're not you're not going to exchange numbers. You're not going to, oh, what are you, you know, what's your Instagram? What's your, you know, whatever. No, we're not doing that. We're, we're, uh, 
you know, you're going to go your way. I'm going to go mine. It's over for a reason. What's done is done. That's in the past. No sense in rehashing that. Okay. Guys, get it through your head that that is a potential dick in the waiting. Okay. That she's familiar with, that she knows that she's had an intimate relationship with and could very well go back to. Now, again, it's different if she has a kid with this person. And you're going to have your, if you choose to date that girl, that single mom, you're going to have to accept that. You can't bitch and moan and be like, I don't want you talking to him. Well, you don't have that fucking, you know, uh, authority to say that because they have a kid together and they're going to have to communicate about that child. Okay. That's, uh, that's something you chose to be into. That's, that goes with the territory. Okay. You can't change that fact. You can't, you can't get around that. If that's the case, don't be with a single mother then if you can't handle that. Okay. And I'm just saying, you know, that, and as long as they're not being personal and, and talking about things that aren't related to, you know, to, uh, uh, that child, then there shouldn't be any issues there. Okay. Cause she should respect y'all's relationship enough to not make it personal with her ex. Even though, yes, he knows her. He's been intimate with her. They've had a relationship in the past, and they have a child together. That's hard, right? That that is that is a hard thing for a guy to try and navigate through, especially when he's kind of on the outside of this these two people's relationship that they had with one another. Again, women that have these exes that they talk to and i've i've gone out on dates with girls and they've told me straight up like yeah well you know i still talk to my ex and but and they don't even have kids with this fucking person right they're just like i still talk to this guy because you know we're still good friends and you know i talk to him about everything like he's my still my best friend i'm like then why the fuck aren't you still with him? If you can't see yourself moving off of that guy and having uh, a deeper, meaningful relationship with somebody else, and you're essentially telling me this because you're saying that, hey, this is what you need to know about me and my ex. We still have this great relationship we just don't sleep together anymore y'all are still together technically if you ask me you might not be having sex with the guy but you still go and tell him all kinds of personal stuff like like he's your best friend that's not gonna work guys you get away from that if any time a girl tells you she's still close to her ex walk away walk away Save yourself the trouble because more than likely she is not over that guy. Again, I don't associate with any of my exes. My my wife doesn't associate with any of her exes. 
and neither should you. <laughs> All right, let's go. <clears throat> Number eight. Yeah, I told you this is going to be a long one. This might be four or five segments, dude. Okay, it's going to be a long one. Oh, man, throat's really dry now. <laughs> All right. She is a drama queen and a one-upper. Oh, man. Lord, I have been, guys, I am telling you, I have been with several of these women. Several of these red flags that they are mentioning, I have been with this person, a person like that. And probably many of you also have been. Oh, Lord, this one's definitely a big one. Okay, let's see what they say. Does does this one sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Somehow nobody has it worse than your girlfriend. Everything is a soap opera and everyone has a vendetta against her. Or so she says, oh my God, is that not? The you cannot make this shit up. You cannot. It is so true. Engaging in one-up manship. <laughs> Let me say that again. Engaging in one-up manship is a contest with no winner. Uh, as one redder, uh, redditor put it, if you're sick, she's on her deathbed. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. That's that is so true, though. It's so hilarious. If you're sick, oh, babe, I'm so sick. I know I'm dying. I'm dying over here. Uh, you won't feel emotionally supported, which is incredibly important. Okay, so yes, the drama queen one upper. So, uh, you've known these types of girls. Y'all have to have seen them. Yeah, I, I give you, I'll tell you what, you know where you see a lot of these girls is on reality TV. You know, the the housewives of Horville, USA, wherever it is. <clears throat> uh, th this is where you see all these women. Everything in their life is a drama. It's a soap opera, right? Right. It's it's uh, there are so many people out to get them. Right. Oh, I think she's just jealous of me. Rachel's so jealous of me. You know what she did today? You know, she bought the same shoes I had last month. <clears throat> it could be that Rachel just likes those shoes. She saw you have said, oh, those are really nice shoes. I've been looking for some like that. And she bought them. Because she liked your shoes. You should take it as a compliment. Well, what she thinks is, is that oh, she thinks she's better than me. She thinks she looks better in those than I do. And then they want to drag your ass into it. Do you think that she looks better than me? Do you think that she's hotter than me? And of course, what are you going to say? Yeah, your friend Rachel's hotter than you. No, you'd be a dead man if you did. <laughs> But all it is is the constant wanting of, you know, validation and reassurance, which goes back to the esteem thing. Um, but, you know, add the whole soap opera, everything's a drama thing mixed into that one. 
and you have a real shit sandwich on your hands there, folks. Um, and the one upper stuff. Yeah, this is uh, this kind of goes hand in hand with the drama queen thing, because like, oh, uh, I, I've known guys like this, too. Like, you know, I said, man, you know, I I I did this, you know, man, I tore my shoulder. I tore my rotator cuff, fell off a ladder off the roof. You know, I was working on my roof and fell off a ladder, tore my rotator cuff. Some guys like, yeah, well, one time. I fell off a ladder and broke my back. You know, yeah. It's like like they're in a competition with you, so you got fucked up more. And it's like, no, no, we're not. It's just you, you know, the story came up. It was relevant, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, whatever. You were telling a story, and now all of a sudden they have a better story. Well, one time... One time I got this promotion at work. Oh well, yeah, well one time uh work the city gave me the key to to the city, you know. The mayor gave me the key to the city. <laughs> it's like that what you do is shit because what they've done is always going to be better. And it's always a competition. And no guy wants that. No no real guy wants to compete with his girl, okay? A relationship is not about competition. Your life, honey, is not a drama. It's not a soap opera. You're not one of the real housewives. You're not a Kardashian. So drop it. Drop the drama. What do they say? What was that old saying? Save the drama for your mama. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, this definitely is a big red flag. And you know what? Again, this goes into the this goes hand in hand with the uh, you know oh it's not my problem it's everyone else's problem oh it, it, I'm not the one who has the problem they have the problem Rachel has the problem with this you know or you have a problem with it yeah this is uh, this is uh, definitely a big red flag guys and a lot of these. I'm sorry, just are not going to be overcome. Okay, they're not going to overcome these. All right, guys, let's go ahead. We're going to go into a third one, third segment, guys. So stay tuned, and we're going to move on to the next one. All right, guys, part three. Say, I told you it's going to be a long episode, okay? So just prepare yourselves, right? Strap in. You know, pour yourself something good to drink and, uh, you know, listen up. Number nine. <laughs> she does not read or push herself to grow. Now, what I'll say about this one is. Um, I know what some people might say is like, well, wait a second. I thought you didn't want her to be too ambitious. Like, you know, or she's like. Uh, because it's going to show like, uh, you know, um, more masculine traits if she's more assertive and go-getter and stuff like this. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about at all. <clears throat> you don't have to be, you can be very feminine and push yourself to grow and be better and, and achieve certain goals in life. You don't have to exhibit masculine traits to do that. 
Okay. Let's go ahead and get into what they're they're actually saying, though. Okay. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Maybe you attend courses at the local college or university to expand your horizons. Perhaps you're just a generally curious person. If your girlfriend isn't interested in reading and learning or even looks uh, or even looks down on these things, that's a terrible sign. As a quick litmus test, ask your girl on a first date if she is reading a book currently. If she hasn't read any, any book in the last year, you might want to inquire why that is. Life can be hectic, but a year is a long time. Ultimately, you are the sum of the people with which you surround yourself. You can, uh, you can learn and grow as a person if your girlfriend or wife is, is, not, is not developing alongside you and not encouraging you. Want to recommend a book to your girlfriend? Here are 20. Okay, so they have a link for like 25 books. So, <clears throat> okay, uh, this one. <clears throat> I mean, that's probably more of a personal preference. I, I think that educating yourself learning and developing growing are very important and i think everyone should do this okay it's sad when you know you go to a college campus and you ask college students you know simple american history questions and they can't even answer them <laughs> you know i mean and they're in college and that's sad that they don't know who who freed the slaves, who signed the uh, uh, Emancipation Proclamation. You know um, that, that they they you know they don't know these things. That's sad. Okay, that tells me that they either you know, failed American history, or they just didn't care. Like that, like these are things that people should know. Common knowledge things, right? That people should know. And 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 the thing is, is that I understand people can learn other things and grow in other ways, but it does say a lot. Okay. I think that to be a well-rounded human, you need to know certain things. And history is definitely one of those. History, philosophy, maybe even some theology, you know, something in those realms of, you know, abstract thinking uh, that gets you thinking, that gets you to question certain things, you know, and wanting to learn and grow and, and understand men and women. Okay. This isn't just for women. Um, but if she doesn't read, I, I don't think that that's a, an ultimate deal killer, but if she doesn't have ambition to learn things, to to grow and and learn about new things and try new things, um, that that's where I would say it's it's a red flag. But just because she doesn't read, look, I'm not the biggest book reader myself. I do read books, you know, I, I definitely do, and I, I actually, you know, because I have a lot of time on the road, I listen to a lot of Audible books. 
So, you know, books on tape kind of thing. Um, or that's what we used to call them, books on tape. It's all digital now, right? But that's something too, you know? And I like movies. I watch lots of movies, you know? And, and not just, you know, mindless popcorn movies. I watch critically acclaimed dramas and, and thought-provoking movies and, and uh, you know, old movies from the gold, you know, from the, the golden age of, of uh, cinema, you know, from the silver screen. Um, because I want to have a very well-rounded mindset on, on the world and, and the past and, and things like that. So I, I think that people should just strive for that in general is to just kind of have the ambition to learn and to grow. And if they don't, then that definitely is a big red flag. If they just want to be a mindless kind of float through the, you know, kind of float through life, carefree kind of attitude. Um, yeah, that can be that can be kind of uh, uh, kind of hazardous. All right. And there are a lot of those people out there, men and women. So. All right, guys, number 10. We're almost through this list. And you got to remember, I still got my list to go to. So this is going to be a long episode. You know what? Okay, maybe I'll do this one and then I'll break it up in another episode. Okay, because this one's going on pretty long. And uh, I know that I want to keep these roughly around an hour or so. So I think I'll do my list on another episode. Okay, which don't worry, is going to be out. <laughs> right after this one. So it's not like I'm a it's not like I'm gonna wait a few days. I'm gonna do it all in one day, but I, I'm gonna break it up. Okay. It'll be part two of red flags. Okay. All right, number 10. She is on the phone uh with you 24-7 or is overly clingy. Yes. Yes. This kind of ties back into the self-esteem thing. <clears throat> Uh, clingy girls are annoying. Clingy men are even more annoying um, because it it's look, I'm just gonna say it. it's it's kind of it's kind of a chick thing to be clingy, okay? And if you're a clingy dude, you're obviously putting off some real feminine energy right there. And that's a bad thing because women don't respond too well to that. They respond way better to a guy who's more masculine and in his frame. Okay, so it says, I love when my wife messages me when she's uh, when she's out and about. It tells me she's thinking of me. There's a natural limit to this, though. Yes, there is. Uh, here's what one Redditor said about an ex. When I told her we text too much, she would text me saying there uh, there were things she wanted to text me about, but didn't because she thought I would get mad at her for texting. <laughs> wow. If your girlfriend is messaging you every hour, of the day and expecting you to respond every time this is overstepping natural boundaries 
it will get in the way of you doing focused, productive work and spread and spending quality time with friends and family out of business hours. Yes. <laughs> this can be very annoying. Um, the constant texting or constant phone calls, wanting to be on the phone with you all the time. The, the, I want to have these really long conversations with you. And you're there like, man, I got to take a shit, you know, and they don't want to hang up with you. You know, it's like, I got to go take a shit. Well, good. Just talk to me in the bathroom. It's okay. We've seen each other naked. Was it? <laughs> it's like, no, I need, I need some form of privacy. Believe me, I only say that because it's happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, look, you have to set boundaries, guys. Okay. Um, if you're like me and you don't like being bothered at work unless it's really an emergency or it's just a you know, like, hey, what did you want for dinner tonight kind of thing? That's different, okay? But my wife, you know, she understands, like, you know, look, don't be blowing me up. Don't be texting me all the time. Don't be calling me all the time, especially when I'm at work. I'm too busy or I'm just doing other things or it's just like we're going to see each other later, okay? It's, you know, we could go a few hours without conversing. It's okay. All right. Let me let everyone else out there know. It's okay if you or your husband don't talk to each other for a few hours. It's not going to be the end of the world. Trust me. <laughs> and you know what? I tell her, I say, hey, look, I might get busy. And if I don't text you back right away, it's one, because I didn't see, I didn't get the message. Like I didn't feel my phone go off or hear it go off or whatever, or I'm busy doing something at work and I just can't get back to you right there and then. Okay. So I usually say, unless it's really an emergency, don't call me, you know, or it's just something you need to know right there. And then, you know, like you need to, Hey, I need to do this. What, you know, you know, do you know, what do you think? Or I need you to, you know, what, this is what's going on. You know, what do you want me to do about, it? you know, whatever, that's fine because it's just a one-off. It's not, you know, uh, constantly, hey, what are you doing? Oh, what's going on? Well, who's there with you? Oh, okay. Well, what are you thinking about? You know, oh, okay. Oh, you know, like, and that's like every hour. That's every hour. <clears throat> it's ridiculous, guys. If you're in that, you need to set boundaries. And if she can't respect them, it might be time to, you know, you know, hit the road. <laughs> All right, let's go to number 11. Uh, she shares other people's secrets with you. Okay. Gossip is tricky, but it has played an essential function in society for thousands of years. After all, how would one man know another man is a good hunter without already going hunting with them? They would hear it on the grapevine. Gossip is one gossip is one thing, but what you should never do is share another person's secrets. 
if your girlfriend does this, she uh, she breaks a bond of trust with her friends by going behind their backs. It also means she is likely sharing her secrets too. So be careful what you say. Here's a tongue twister a Reddit uh, a redditor said they heard as a kid. What Susie says of Sally says more of Susie than of Sally. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, think about it. What's worse, someone doing something embarrassing or someone gleefully telling the world about it? <laughs> um, <clears throat> this could be a problem because if your wife and or girlfriend is very gossipy, they like to spread a lot of people's business around, um, that that definitely could be an issue. And let's face it, guys, women are really bad at this, especially when they get together, uh, you know, and a lot of them are very two-faced with each other. Like they'll be up front, oh, when they see Sally, oh, Sally, hey, how you doing, girl? You know, blah, blah. Besties, right? And then when Sharon comes around, oh, Sharon, that's Sally over there. My God, let me tell you what happened, what she was doing the other night. <laughs> you know, uh, things like that. Yeah, those that's bad, guys. Like, like there has to be some semblance there of like, you know, especially if, you know, if your friend tells you something in confidence and that's not really for your boyfriend or husband to really know. Um, you know, that, that's none of my business, really, uh, what's going on with your friend, uh, unless there's reason for you to tell me or, or tell the per your significant other about it. You know, the problem is what they're saying is like, you know, well, if she's willing to tell on her, on her best friends, what's to stop her from telling y'all's business to everyone else too, you know, and that, and that's where they're going with it is that, uh, you know, that's where they're going with it. Um, you know, is she too gossipy? Is, is she going to be letting everyone know about all your secrets and her secrets or, you know, what if you, you know, yeah. What if you tell her something in confidence and she goes and tells her girlfriends about it or y'all have some kind of intimacy problem and the conversation comes up with her girlfriends and she starts telling them all about your erectile dysfunction. That can be a problem, you see? That that definitely can be a big issue, you know? And <clears throat> I get that. And that's got to be something that's got to be nipped in the butt, you know? Again, this goes back to setting boundaries. Like, you know what? If you don't want to hear about her girlfriend's, you know, whatever is going on, then you need to let them know like, Hey, you know what? 
I don't think your friend would really appreciate you telling me about all their personal business. Like that's her problem. Like she confided that in you and not me. And that's really not my business. Like, you know, as a friend, you should, you should, uh, you know, keep that in confidence because she trusted you with it. She didn't tell me about it, you know? So, but you know, a lot of times that doesn't happen, right? That's really the honorable thing to do. But what happens a lot is the wife tells the husband and the husband's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it doesn't really give a shit, but you know, what can happen sometimes though, and does happen is that uh, sometimes the husband lets it slip. <laughs> you know, they're all together. Her son says, oh, yeah, well, hey, did you ever figure out that erectile dysfunction problem, Bob? And it's like, what? 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 How would you know about that? Oh, well, your wife told my wife. Like, you know, like no big deal or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, yeah. See? See how that can be a problem? Yeah, okay. So enough said, I guess. Number 12. She plays games with you and your feelings. Okay. This is like the manipulation, I'm guessing. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, let's just read it and see where they're going with this. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're 18 or 88. However old you are, I promise you you're too old for a girl who plays games. Enough said. I'll let the I'll let the Reddit hive mind some uh, sum up here. Was, uh, we're not in high school, and you're and you aren't and you aren't on the Bachelorette. Be honest, sincere, and forthcoming, and we'll get along just fine. I'm in my mid thirties, and thus I'm too old and Ricky to jump through hoops. <coughs> okay. Uh, yeah, guys don't like games being played. Girls don't like games being played with them. The, the thing is, is that um, I, I think what they're talking about here is uh, being strung along, you know, them not really taking you seriously. Because here's the thing, you know, a girl, and this is very true, girls will date a guy knowing full well she has no sexual attraction to this guy, knowing that this is not going to go anywhere, but I'm going to get some dates out of this. I'm going to have some fun with this guy and he's going to take me out, show me a good time. And I know that things aren't going anywhere with him, but they'll string him along until he figures it out usually. <laughs> and then he, he, he usually dumps them and then they get mad a lot of times like oh well and then of course what do they say where are all the good men at where are all the good men at well you were stringing this guy along and you had no intention of having sex with the guy or intention of that relationship developing really any further but see that's that's just how some women are very manipulative and and you know self-centered is that they will do that to a guy 
And the guy's thinking like, hey, you know, she's into me. Like we're dating, you know, she, we talk, we, you know, we have a good time, whatever. But, you know, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere romantically. And he'll take her out on three, four, five dates and nothing's happening bedroom wise. And he's like, well, are we going to do anything? Are we going to make a move? Like she lets, we kiss, but that's it. That's as far as it goes. Like what's going on here? And then it's usually the guy catches on. It's like, I'm just spending money and getting nothing in return for this. You know, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's not growing anywhere. And the whole time the girl gets, you know, she gets to, uh, you know, be, be, uh, catered to for, for a little bit. So that's what they're, I believe they're talking about playing, playing games with your feelings. They're manipulating you. They're finessing you, you know, don't be finesse guys. Okay. Don't be finesse. Be very direct with women when it comes to what your expectations are of the relationship. Okay. I'm not saying be demanding. I'm saying be direct, you know, don't make it seem like, Hey, I just want to be your friend and hoping to hope that she'll think like, wow, he's such a wonderful guy. Let me give him a chance. No, because what they think is what you're saying. Oh, he just wants to be friends. So you're in the friend zone and you're no longer a romantic option. <laughs> so be very direct about what you what where you expect that relationship to go. I want to have a romantic relationship with you. I feel that I I like you. I want to get to know you and I I this is not going to be a platonic thing. And if she's like, well, I don't want anything more than just friends with you, then you need to move on, guys. Don't get bitter. Don't get mad. Just move on because she's just not into you, okay? And that's okay. Move on because there's another one somewhere else. Don't waste your time with being in the friend zone and all that and having your feelings and emotions played with. I've known guys that have been in the friend zone for years, still hoping and waiting. Okay. And, you know, I'm sorry, but it's pathetic. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you straight. It's, it's pretty damn pathetic. All right. Number 13. So we can wrap this shit sandwich up. All right, number 13, using you to cheat on someone else. They will tell you you're different from their exes and they would never do and they would never do it to you. Reality check, you're not different from their exes. (laughs) The hard truth is they will break up with you too when the next Mr. Right comes along. Oh my Lord. It can be challenging to face objective facts when you're in a relationship. I hope knowing these red flags and women uh, help you recognize if you're in a problematic relationship. If you don't see any 
of these maybe appreciate what you've got. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> that's essentially the end of the article. Well, let's go ahead and talk about this here. Yeah, guys, um, using you, uh, you using you to cheat on someone else. <clears throat> so, how many times have you heard this? That you this happens with women too, okay? Not just men, but you know, oh well, I don't really love my my ex. You know, you're different though. Yeah, I I have this special bond with you, and you know. And so maybe they're with this guy and they cheat on him with you because you're different, because they really like you. Because like, oh, man, I should have been with you. Why couldn't I have met you earlier? And then what happens? Some other guy comes along. And now they're with them and not you anymore. You see, there is no Mr. Right. There is no Miss Right. There is only Mr. Right now. Guys, you have to remember, and in everything, okay, I've said this before, and and don't take this out of context, all right? I'm not trying to sound disheartening. I'm not trying to degrade the sanctity of marriage or anything like that either. There is just your time. There is no the one. It's just your time. Whether that's a year or 50 years, it's just your time. There is no Mr. or Miss Right. It's just Mr. or Miss Right now. Okay, it's just your time. <clears throat> And whether that relationship lasts a year or 50 years, you only get a certain amount of time with a person. That's what people need to understand. Everything ends. Nothing is forever. Your marriage of 40, 50 years will end one day course, usually when one of the spouses dies, you know, technically that marriage is over. The re that relationship is over. Now, if you're philosophical and theological as I am, and you believe in an afterlife, maybe that relationship will continue in the afterlife. And that's when you have your Mr. or Mrs. forever. Because that's the only time where for, forever is actually going to last. Relationships are finite. They expire. Because we expire. Or because they just naturally end. In one way or another. It's what you have to understand. It's not trying to lessen what you have with someone. It's not, you know, what I have with my wife is extremely special. And that doesn't lessen the reality that one day one of us is going to pass on and, you know, the other is going to probably be left behind. 
and at that moment your it's your relationship's over with that person that physical emotional relationship you had is over with them that doesn't mean that the years you had with them amount to nothing it just means that that was your time and you guys who get caught up with these women who are married or with other guys stop it find someone who's available for you find somebody who's going to appreciate you and love you all right guys well i hope you enjoyed this episode i will have part two of this coming up very shortly very very shortly so stay tuned and i'll catch you later take care